This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Welcome everyone. We continue in Daf HaShavur. We're learning Meseches Ksubais, Daf Mem Aleph, Amen Aleph. Ha'imer patiti es bitoy shalplani. Someone who says, I seduce the daughter of Pliny. Meshalim boishes upegam al piatzma. He pays embarrassment. He pays her loss of value based on his admission because those are monetary payments. And when someone concedes monetary payment, that obligates them to pay. Ve'in meshalim knas. However, they do not pay monetary penalty. They don't pay the 50 shkalim because that's a knas. And the rule is, moide beknas is pater. Ha'imer, one who says, Ganavti, I stole. Meshalim esakarin has to pay the principal. He has to pay back the value of what he stole. That's a monetary payment. Al based on his own admission. Ve'in meshalim tashlume kefal v'tashlume arba v'chamisha. However, he does not pay the double payment. He does not pay four or five in other words, somebody pays the principal based on his own concession. He doesn't pay double, and he doesn't pay four or five. If somebody steals, there's a penalty. You have to pay double. If somebody shechs the animal or, and sells it, so the halacha is you have to pay four or five. You do not pay based on your own admission. Somebody says, my shar killed plenty, oy shar shall plenty, or the ox of plenty. So that's a monetary payment. Hariza Mishalim al piyatsmai. He have to pay based on their own, uh, based on his admission. Hamis shoyri avdoy shall plenty. If somebody says, my shar killed the slave of plenty, ein Mishalim al piyatsmai. You do not pay, pay based on your own admission, because that is a knas of 30 shekel, and the rule is that only if you acknowledge monetary payment, mamoin are you chayiv, not if you acknowledge knas. Zehaklal, here's the rule. Kal hamashalim yeser shehizik, anyone who pays more than what he damages, in other words, when you pay what you damage, you pay based on your own uh, admission. But when you're paying a different amount, either more or less, you do not pay al piyatzmai. Says the Gemara. <coughs> says the Gemara. Why does the Mishnah say if somebody says they seduced the daughter of Pliny, they pay Bashusupagam and they don't pay knas? What about if somebody says they raped the daughter of Pliny? Says the Gemara of listening on nasty. Why doesn't the Mishnah say um, if somebody says I raped the daughter of Pliny, you don't pay? Um, Knas, but you do pay says the Gemara mi The mission was written in a fashion that not only do you not not only do you pay by oynes, but even by mefata. It goes without saying by anasti, which is a deloikapagamle la. You're not being poigame in her. You're not speaking about her detriment. If somebody says they raped. A woman, it's not the fault of the woman, so you're not criticizing her, so you would pay for her embarrassment and pagam based on your own testimony. But maybe if you say you seduced Polini, then maybe Bezin cannot collect Baishas Pagam because basically what they're doing is they're, they're announcing that the woman acted in a, improperly. Avopasisi, 
But if she says, I seduced Pliny, the Pagimla, where she was Pagim in her, Emaloi, Mishama Piatsma. In other words, if, if a man says, I seduced her, where you're basically criticizing her and you're speaking about her detriment, maybe you don't pay. Because Bezdin collecting the Boshas of Pagam is basically rendering her um, a guilty party as well. And it's embarrassing for her and it's, it's derogatory about her. Um, so, Maybe you don't pay based on your own testimony, your own admission. So therefore the Mishnah teaches that it is not the case. Like the following Tana, the Tanya Rav Shimon Yehuda Oimer, Rav Shimon Yehuda says, Even Boishas and Pagam, you do not pay on your own. Even um, Rav Shimon Yehuda says in the name of Rav Shimon, even Boishas Upagam, you do not pay um, on your own. So, in other words, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that you pay Boishas Upagam even by by Patisi, even if you seduced her. But that's not like the following Tana. Even Boishas Upagam, you don't pay on your own. Why? Because loy kol hemnoi sheyifkan bitoshal plani. We cannot believe you in order to establish that the daughter of plani is um, nifkam. Meaning, you, according to that opinion, yutaka do not have believability to say that you seduce plani because plainness because that sort of that reflects on her negativity. Uh, that effect that reflects on her negatively. If she is okay with it. Let's say she says, I'm alright, uh, Bezdin paying me by Shisapagam. So, what would the halacha be according to Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, in the name of Shimon. If she says it's okay, I, I'm not. I'm a moichel the the uh, bad publicity. Says the Gemara. Well, it's still not pasha. Maybe her father's not pleased. My, what if her father's okay? Maybe it's not pleasing to the family. My, what if it's pleasing to the family? Says the it would be impossible that there's not someone overseas that it's not pleasing to. Okay. The Gemara continues. If somebody says, I stole, you pay Karen. Now the Gemara asks an amazing question. Itmar. Palga Niska. What about the half payment of a shartam. We know that if somebody says that they stole, they have to pay based on their own admission. What if somebody says their ox gourd once, twice, three times? So right now, the you don't have to pay full price for the uh, damage. You only pay half the value. What's the halacha? Says the Gemara, Rav Huna Breid Rav Yeshua Amar. Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua says, Pal Ganizka Kanasa. Half Damage is kenas. Half damage is a, 
a penalty. Rapapa says no, half damage is monetary payment. Says Gemara. Kasavar. This opinion holds. Rapapa Amar Paganis Kamamayna. Rapapa says half damage is monetary. Kasavar he holds. Stam Sharm Labachaskashimarkami. A regular shar is presumed not to be guarded. It, and it needs to be guarded. And really, the owner should have guarded it. Really, the owner should have paid all the damage. The, the Torah is merciful on him. Because the shar was not warned. So in other words, really, you should be paying full value. Because the ox needed to be guarded. It's not becheska ashimor. It really should pay the whole thing. And the Torah has mercy on you. But that which you pay is mamain. Rav the son of Rabbi Shua says, Pal kenasa. Half damage is a penalty. Why? A regular shara is presumed to be guarded. You don't have to guard it. And really, you shouldn't pay anything. Really, you shouldn't pay anything. And the Torah, the merciful one, um, the merciful one was the one who penalized you. So that they guard your, so that they guard your ox. In other words, the opinion of Hunabred Rabbi Shua is really, it's a penalty. Really, you shouldn't have to guard it at all. And really, you shouldn't have to pay at all. The Torah put a knas so that you guard it uh, because it might do damage. So the question is, how do you view Chatzinezek? The first opinion of Brapapa is really, you should be paying everything. The fact that you uh, get off hook for half of it, the Torah is having Rachmanas on you. On the other hand, Rav Huna Breid Rabbi Shua says, it's knas. Really, you shouldn't pay anything. And the merciful one, uh, knast in order to get people to be more careful with their oxen. Okay, the Gemara continues. Simon hezik ma vehimis klal. Tanan we learned in a Mishnah hanizik vehamazik betashlumen. Both the one who was damaged and the one who damages participate in the payment. So if you say paganis gamamayna, so they're both participating. The damager pays half. And the damagee, who should really be getting the whole thing, he also uh, loses half. Meaning, he also is contributing, so to speak. Meaning, the one who caused the damage, he's paying half. The one who experienced the damage, really should be getting the whole thing, and it's sort of, he's meichel on the half. The Torah takes away half from him. It says, according to one who says, half Damage is monetary. That's why the nizik is participating in the payment. El mandamar paganiska knas, but according to the mandamar, half damage is a penalty. Hashda delavdi de kashako betash. If according to the opinion paganiska is knas, which means really the one who caused the damage should not be paying anything, so he pays half. But in what way does the one who got damaged? He's not giving anything up. Now that he's taking something that doesn't belong to him, is he really contributing to the payment? It's not needed. 
Lefchas Nevela. It's in the following circumstance, the one who got damaged is doing some of the payment. It's not needed, only for the diminution of the carcass. Pchas Nevela. What does that mean? Lepchas uh, Nevela. The, the way in which the Nizek experiences part of the payment is not the amount that he doesn't get, but rather, we know that when somebody causes damage to somebody else's shar, you don't just pay half. You give the one who got damaged the carcass, and then, after another... Let's say the shar was originally worth $100, and the carcass is worth $20. So you give the owner of the ox who got damaged, you give him the carcass, so he's getting $20. And then, you, uh, which means then the damage was, is assessed at 80 because that's you made it go down from 100 to 20 and then you pay the 40 you pay half of the damage because it still retains $20 of damage but what if the carcass further decomposed and now it's worth 10 that loss is on the nizik so that loss is on the one who got damaged so that's what it means the mazik and the nizik is betashlumen so the Gemara asks but we already know that already says the Gemara we already learned that the diminution of the novella is on the nizek. Tashlume nezek, from the Pasik Tashlume nezek, Melamed, from there we learn Shabbayla that the owners have to be involved in the novella. Says the Gemara, I need this din that the one who got damaged experiences the loss of the decomposition of the novella, one by a tam, and one by a muad. It's we need both of them. If I would only say by a tam, you could say, Mishim You know why the Nizik suffers? Because the Shar is not a Muad, Ava Muad, but if the Shar is a Muad, the Yad, where the owner was warned, Emeloi. Maybe the owner has to make up even the further decomposition of the Nevela, Biyashmin Muad. And if it would only say by Muad, Mishim da Kamashalam Kulei. There, you know why the Nizik has to experience, um, you know why the Nizik experiences the loss? Maybe only by muad, the nizik experiences the loss. Become the kamishalim kule. You're paying the whole value, so at least we'll put that on the nizik. Avotam, but by tam, where he's only getting half. So maybe in that case, the where the maybe where the mazik is only paying half. So there, the loss is uh, the mazik has to compensate for the further decomposition of the animal. Avotam imaloi. So tzricha need both of them. Tashma coming here. We're trying to prove is Palga Nizga Knasa or Mamaina. Tashma coming here. Mabin Tam Lemuad. What's the difference between Tam and Muad? Shatam Mishalim Chatsi Nezek Migufai. The Tam pays half damage from the body, meaning the Tam will never pay more than you're paying Chatsi Nezek from the value of the damager. But if the damager is worth less than half of the damage, you're never going to pay more than the value of the ox that gored. In other words, let's say you caused $200 of damage, but the ox that did the damage is worth $100, you're not going to pay more than $100. Muad misham nezek shalom in aliyah. Muad pays nezek shalom from whatever property 
are on the possession of the mazik. Says Gemara, but isn't there a different nafkamina between tam and muad? Why doesn't it say Tam does not pay based on his own admission. And Umuad does. Why doesn't it say if Chatsi Nezek Kenas? So why doesn't it say Tam Ino Mishalim Al Piatzmai? Says Gemara Tana Vishayer. It taught and it left out. Tana Vishayer. It taught and it left out. What does it mean? It taught and it left out. There are other differences between Tamu that it left out. So it left out. It taught some of them and it left out others. So now that principle is only true if there are other differences that are left out. My Shire, the High Shire, what else did it leave out that it left out? This difference, that namely, a Muad pays a Piyasma and a Tam doesn't. Says Gemara, Shire Chatsi Kaifer. It left out Chatsi Kaifer. If a Muad kills a Eved, so the Halacha is, If a muad kills a person, you have to pay koifer shalem. You have to pay, uh, you have to pay kapara, koifer, and thirty shkalim. However, if a, a tam that kills someone, you don't pay half of it. You don't pay anything. Now Rashi says something very interesting. Rashi says that even. The fact that a muad who killed someone pays koifer and tam shehemis afilu chatsi koifer, you don't pay. So that that's another difference that it was not taught. Okay, we're going to hold it over here. We wish everyone a wonderful day. Bracha v'hatzlacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.